Thank you. Yay, Josh Kahn. That's, that's all I want to Okay, play. I'll press stop. That was five minutes and 49 seconds of beautiful music. That Yay. is a syrupy, way too long take of that song. No! Yeah, that's cool. I'm going to listen to it later and cry. And Go. Catching a firefly, setting him free. Happiness is being alone every now and then. And happiness is coming home again. Happiness is morning and evening, daytime and nighttime too. forest was extra dark today as the sun dipped behind some clouds. But Oscar and his dog Crypto had made this trip many times before, so navigation was not an issue. Soon, they came to a bridge and gingerly stepped into its creaking mass of wood. As was his custom, Oscar stopped halfway across to stare at the shallow creek that flowed maybe ten feet below. It was at this point that Oscar realized that they were not alone. Coming from the other end of the bridge between them and their tuna fish sandwiches was Dicky Larry Teeter. He was with three of his cronies that Oscar vaguely recognized and they were approaching quickly. Oscar considered his options, but there was really nothing the pair could do but hold their ground and hope for the best. The four of them, faster and stronger than any 12-year-old, were all wearing big, unfriendly smiles. Oscar knew that nothing happy was going to take place on the bridge today. Doug the bug lives in a rug. Doug the bug lives in a
Flap Black Classic Mutiny Radio.fm, where we got the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival starting up tomorrow for the uh, alliterative 2020 year. First through the seventh, people, 76 national comedians together, 66 comedy shows, streaming, radio, podcasts, 10 in the morning, 10 night, Saturday, Sunday to Saturday, here at the station. Where you're supposed to be keeping it locked. Mutiny Radio. FM. Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen.
Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen.
touched my hands again. It was morning. Little Hollywood. Silent winter night. Bang! A wanton heavy silver door opened. Peta peta peta. A fast moving red shiny slimy creature came in through the door. Bang! The door closed. Sometimes, or they have hamburgers sometimes, or they have 
Brian Fisk all the time. They might have damn near anything. You don't know what they're going to have, but it should be all right. It might be kind of sanitary and good to eat. They're going to feed you. Anyway, you don't have to worry about that. Now you get all the beer and you get the food and you're all straight, except you got to have some kind of music and the record players don't damn good at all. So you call up all your musicians, friends, and say, hey, man, would you like to go to a party? Because if you come to my party, I'm going to feed you, and I'm going to let you drink for nothing, okay? They say, all right, and you've got that all straight. You got... a million lights to light the way. They buzz and flicker, twinkle and dance at the end of every day. 
Let's go downtown, where the coolest animals are. It's not your ordinary zoo. Look at the tiger, and the pretty princess, and the rainbow cockatoo. The vampires and zombies are all out, too. It's not Halloween, but let's say, how do you do? This is the big city, baby, where your wildest dreams come true. How do you do? This is the big city, baby, where your wildest dreams come true.
La Bagnarita. Once upon a time, there was a man who wanted to take a shower. But when he went inside the bathroom, the shower was missing. Where did it go? He wondered. Being a reasonable man, he did the only thing a reasonable man would do. He gently stepped into the corner where the shower once had been, stood up straight, opened his mouth, and out came pure and clean, crystal clear water. As the water warmed up, the shy little shower popped its head through the bathroom door, looked around, and gently stepped inside the bathroom, stood under the water, and got clean. The end.
jungle while trying to keep a date with my little girl who was uh, back in the States. I was stranded in the jungle, uh, afraid alone, trying to figure a way to get a message back home. But I was out of know that the wreckage of my plane had been picked up and spotted in my girl and lover's lane. And meanwhile, back in the States, Back in the jungle. The boys in the jungle had me on the run when something heavy hit me like an atomic bomb. When I woke up and my head started to clear, I had a strange feeling I was with cooking gear. I smelled something cooking and I looked to see. That's when I found out they was uh, cooking me. Back in the States. He's 
the toughest man that is alive. Wearing clothes from a wildcat's hide. He's the king of the jungle jive. Look at that caveman go. Jungle tearing limbs off of trees, knocking great big monsters dead on their knees. The cats don't bug 'em 'cause they know better. 'Cause he's a mean motor scooter and a bad go-getter. The toughest man there is alive. Wears clothes from a wildcat's hide. He's the king of the jungle jive. Look at that caveman go! There he goes. Look at that caveman go. He sure is hip, ain't he? Like what's happening? I'd like to do for you a song 
that you wrote about things that happened today that are very strange. We call it coincidence. Oh boy, what a coincidence Is that everybody's talking about love Wherever I go these days I swear, boy, what a coincidence That everybody finally wants to be known To be coming on so very
Unirradio.fm, we need you folks to help us out money-wise. It's important. I just saw the uh, the toilet paper and the paper towels, and I know that we got a lot of them, and I know that costs a lot of money. So help us out. We we know some of you got it, and uh, we know a lot of people need it. We're one of those people that needs it. So uh, please, pretty please. Help us out. Dracula's house by the sea. The 
orders were fine, but I choked on my wine when I learned that the main course was me. A vampire named Perkins was so very fond of small gherkins. While she served the tea, she ate 43, which pickled her internal workings. <laughs> Go on the left with the pitchforks. Igor, Igor. What a swimmer is Dracula's daughter. But her pool looks more red than an otter. The blood stains the boat. But it's easy to float, cause blood is much thicker than water. There was batwing confetti and the veins of a mummy named Betty. I first frowned upon it, but with ketchup on it, it tasted very much like spaghetti. <laughs> Mr. Hunt, several high-ranking members of the Democratic Party are attempting to seize control of the government of the United States by legitimate means. They plan to use a free press, open discussion of the issues, and the universal franchise in an all-out effort to win the presidency. Good morning, Mr. Hunt. Several high-ranking members of the Democratic Party are attempting to seize control of the government of the United States by legitimate means. They plan to use a free press, open discussion of the issues, and the universal franchise in an all-out effort to win the presidency. Should they succeed, all our efforts to repeal the Bill of Rights, pack the Supreme Court with right-wing morons, intimidate the media, suppress dissent, halt social progress, promote big business, and crush the Congress will be destroyed. Your mission, E, should you choose to accept it, is to stop these men once and for all by ensuring that the weakest of them, Senator George McGovern, wins the nomination and then sabotaging his campaign by any possible means. You will have at your disposal electronic bugging equipment, burglary tools, wigs, 
voice alteration devices, a camera disguised as a tobacco pouch, forged documents, a safe house, 500 loyal but clumsy Cubans, and $2 million in $100 bills. As always, if any member of your CIA force is caught or killed, the President will disavow any knowledge of your activities. This administration will self-destruct in 16 months. Good luck, Howie. The name game. Shirley, 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 Bo Burley, Bonana, Banana, Bo Burley, B5, Mo Murley. Shirley. Lincoln, 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 Bo Bingan, Bonana, Banana, Bo Bingan, B5, Mo Mingan. Lincoln. Come on, everybody. I say, now let's play a game. I bet you I could make a rhyme. Treated like it wasn't there But a B or an F Or an M will appear And then I say Bo had a B Then I say the name Then banana fan around the coast And then I say the name again With an F third plane Then a B fly and a mo And then I say the name again With an M this time And there isn't any name That I can't rhyme Bonnie, banana, banana, bonnie, 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 bonn
They never returned. And presently the sun sank lower and the little white moths fluttered out and the boy came and carried him home. him so hard that he loved all his whiskers off and the pink lining to his ears turned gray. He even began to lose his shape and he scarcely looked like a rabbit anymore except for the boy. To him he was always beautiful and that was all that and then one day he was ill. His face grew very flushed and he talked in his sleep. And his little body was so hot that it burned the little rabbit when he held him close. Strange people came and went in the nursery, and a light burned all night. But through it all, the little velveteen rabbit sat guard, never stirred. It was a long, weary time, for the boy was too ill to play. But he knew that the boy needed him. While the boy lay half asleep, the
rate You better make some correction In all this infection Just send in $1.98 Get rid of that running nose That nagging cough That sneeze That chew that wheeze And other injuries Take the wonder drug That cures all your ills Take Jeremiah Peabody's Once again, full-length movie coming up, except that's two full-length movies. Oh, my God. Oh, you're kidding me. Gosh, we have a really big show, a really exciting show. And what better way to kick it off than our pal from uh, the show before us on Unity Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up. Distinguished guests, please give it up for Paul Brumbaugh. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good to be here. Well, we're glad you're here. Uh, Paul does the show. We we air first on mutinyradio.fm. That says just go type that in. It's this internet streaming radio station. We do live shows as well, and uh, we socially distance. And uh, despite the photos, we all wear masks. So come on by. 
But you can listen to Paul's show, The Edge of Insanity, and our show on a Sunday afternoon. Paul starts at noon Pacific Standard Time. That's uh, 3 p.m. East Coast time. And let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube, a.k.a. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Good we stream first every Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. And <laughs> you can find specific. us. Yeah, specifically. Uh, and you can find our podcast, which drops later on Sunday, by its acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And we want you to also support Unity Radio. They're yes. awesome. We wear masks. So give a, a shout-out by going to Venmo. Donate what you can at Mutiny Radio. Carl, what are the movies today? Right. We're going to watch two movies today, and Montclair High School ties them together. We're going to watch The Battle of the Bullies, also called Revenge of the Nerd, 1983. And we're also all going to watch What If I'm Gay, 1987. Uh-huh. These are after-school oh, right. specials. We're going to love them. So these are like an hour-long specials, right? These are the yeah. ones that CBS used to play? It's like 45 minutes, yeah, because of commercials. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. they're good. And the commercials. Yeah. All right. Well, we're very excited. Carl and I, full disclosure, went to Montclair High School in Montclair, New Jersey. Bingo. And I remember uh, these movies when they came out and when they were shot. And, and we actually have one of the talent uh, coming by for the second show. So mm-hmm. stay tuned for that. It's very exciting. I'm thrilled it'll be there. So what is our first movie? Okay, let's go to YouTube. And I'm sorry this is so long. You put in Battle of the Bullies, a.k.a. Revenge okay. of the Nerd, 1983. I'm sorry that's so long. Battle of the Bullies, a.k.a. and has the periods, A.K. Fuck. Revenge of the Nerd, 1983. Okay, so this is Revenge of the Singular Nerd. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not correct. And that's probably why it's called Battle of the Bullies, a.k.a. Revenge of the Nerd, because they that's don't want right. fucking nerd leaders on their ass. This was released one year before Revenge of the Nerds came out, and when it came out, they said, uh-oh, we're in trouble. We didn't copyright this. Right. Battle of the Bully, which was, it's not. It's not. He battles the bullies. Anyway, we'll see. That's what you put in your YouTube search engine. All right. And who's hosting it again? Which subscriber? Yeah, we want Frank West. Am I right? All right. Sounds good. Publisher is Frank West. That's his channel. Cue it up. Slide it back to 000. Hit pause. and Hit pause. You can listen to that, Carl. Thanks, gentlemen. And then we wanted you to listen to Paul Brumbaugh, the Countdown King himself. He's going to do the countdown for you. And when he says go, fifth play. All right, here you go, guys. You know the drill. Let's do it in true Battle of the Bullies style. Get that fingering over the hovering triangle. And let's do this thing in three, two, one, go. Okay. LCA. A new world company. I feel like a star. <laughs> I see the star. It's I, give it, I, I give it a gold star. <laughs> oh, no. Look, it looks like another brick in the wall. <laughs> that is what it looks like. We don't need no. Oh, I know the nerd. Uh-huh. 
Don't I? Oh, shit. Harry. That's Montclair High School you're looking at. This is, and there's snow on the ground. Uh, wow. Can you guys point out which like lockers or garbage cans they might have stuffed you in as a nerd? <laughs> Every single one. <laughs> that guy you saw, his it's... name is Manny Jacobs, and maybe you saw him in Manhattan Project. Yeah, that's what it was. There you go. Yeah. He, he was, was one of the really... I'm sorry. What we're doing now is learning that he is like. A weakling, he gets good grades, he, you know, nerd. All right. Is this the Monkler High gym? Yes, literally. Although I don't recognize those machines. <laughs> Must have been a different era. I don't think we got to do that in high school. Now, this came out yeah. in 83. I was there in 81 and 82. And that looks, okay. that equipment's pretty conducive to what I was using in high school. That's a total universal. Now, look, the director made everyone stop and gawk at him because he likes, he put it on the lowest weight and he couldn't. Couldn't budget. All yeah. Right. Now but we I have think... a scene which is more appropriate for What If I'm Gay, our next after school special. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrestling. Oh, oh Ken K. Watts is. He's a famous director. He is. He's and this kid. was his. Debut. You didn't have to rewind to show it us. Oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> I thought he was doing the moonwalk. Yeah. I like these socially distant circles that they wrestle in. Yeah, it's smart for our today's day and age. This guy did the sisterhood of the traveling pants. That's the director we're watching. Oh, and I just made a sisterhood of the traveling pants here because I nearly crapped my pants. Watch how he gets squirted on the other side. His whole shirt is nerdy. That's high quality special effects there. Now we're meeting best friends. Uh, now we're meeting love interests. So this this is a tight script, right? There's no no breath. They just go right into it. Yeah. It, this this the guy who wrote this script was in NYU's Tisch School of the Arts at the time. He was like twenty something, twenty two, and um, he you know this was his debut premiere. This guy was in Bad News Bears. This his, his best friend. Really? Mm hmm. Was he on the other team? <laughs> no, he was the little blonde haired one who was like sticking up your ass, you know the. The oh, yeller. Yeah. He's the only one. Oh, yeah. no, not from the original, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, not um, that, was, that was, that was, oh, don't even say his name, the character name. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think Tanner. I, Tanner. 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 Bad news bears. Uh, yeah, here it is. The shortstop Tanner Boyle. <laughs> Sorry. Kick it up your ass, coach. I think I disqualified myself as a 1983 nerd. <laughs> Carl, I went to Montclair High School from 83 to 87, so we, we kind of missed each other. Right, absolutely, because I went to Heightstown after that, and I got That's to right. really know you after high school. 
Right. I had just graduated high school and being a mutual friend and we were working on fish burgers. Right. There he is, Tanner. Up to your ass, nerd. Uh, let me see. So, so far, we have two movie references. The guy was reading an Jean-Luc Godard book, who mm-hmm. we've done his movie, of course, here. And then uh, there's a movie Wait. professor, Jerry Lewis. Wait, hold on. That's Tanner? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That looks more like the, the, more like the, the, the nerd that, was the, uh, that wouldn't play that was the uh, scorekeeper. I guess he was super young. Uh, let's see here. That was 78. And this is 83. Right. No, even, yeah. even earlier, it was 76 and 77. And yeah, this is uh, 83. You know, he's from Oradell, New Jersey. Mike, you know, that's in Bergen County, kind of close to Montclair. Yeah, right. So was this part of the actual after school specials? Yes. Because I remember all those, and this looks hella familiar. So they did at least a couple of them at your guys' high school. Yes. Now, the, what we're seeing right, right now is his invention, okay? He okay. invented, uh-huh. he can talk to everybody's TV in the whole neighborhood. Okay. Plot point. Uh, I guess the government's coming after him. Oh, let me guess. Uh, I'm not going to even bother. See the fake computer? Uh-huh. On his TV screen. Right. They did a stop motion and said, look, it's a fancy computer. Looks like it's drawn with magic marker. I just found my... When I... I'm sorry, go ahead. This is a funny uh, bit, and it's... Th- this director's weird. You see the basketball? Yeah. They're going to throw it up, and it's never going to come down. Looks like it's air. Looks like it's Nerf or something. <laughs> Doesn't even look real. Uh, oh, it's a Spalding. It's just a bad print, really. Okay. Is this our town? Yes. This is Montclair. Wow, it's crazy. I Look, forget that. You see, like it bounces up and it never comes back. Hmm. And they ignore That's it. That's a joke. Yeah, you made a joke. Oh, that's just funny when you're 22. Now he's fawning over his love who he can't have. Now, Mike, you remember in the library, you see that balcony? Yeah. I thought that was so was cool. It also was around the gym. Uh, this is our library, our high school library? Yes, that's right. You know what I remember about our high school library is that they had the lock horns on it because the cartoonist is from Montclair. So, uh-huh. so they they had listen to the lock horns and it's like he had some white beater. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I remember most about Montclair Library uh, was shh as the big rule. <laughs> Well, I heard, like, I was, uh, oh, that reminds me of a joke. This paranoid guy walked into the library. He goes, where am I? And the woman says, it's the library. He goes, how do I know? How do I know this is the library? And she says, shh. <laughs> oh, prove it. That's now it. we're getting a funny, like, awkward preteen thing. I mean, they're, now, oh, introduce bully. <laughs> Look at that cutie. This is our heavy guys. 
really. It looks like a Charlie's Angel with that hair. Oh, look at this. These are the tough kids I hang out with. So one thing I'm really going to miss, now that you guys have stepped up in your way, uh, our, your guys' way of communicating um, um, for the show, I'm going to miss, all right, uh, Mike, where are you at? Tell me when you're at 17 minutes and 51 <laughs> seconds. That's what I'm going to miss now. You guys are actually going to be watching the movie together. No, isn't this sweet? This is Sidney Poitier. This is his first role ever. No, it's not. What? 1983? You're smoking. What? I think okay. we're getting bullying. What we're do I just have to, for the plot, I've got to say, we're starting to get to like a point in which he's going to be humiliated and he's going to, you know, plot his revenge. revenge. It's so crazy that the bully has like a full on leather jacket like that. Right. Well, it's after school special. It's TV and it's like uh, hit the point over the gilding the lily, as you call it. It's too much. Yeah, well, no, it's like a sketch comedy. You want to get everything out of the way. So there's a doctor, he dresses as a doctor, there's a nurse, yeah. he dresses as a nurse. And then once you get on stage, everyone knows what the, the premise yep. is. So, Look at him. You could tell he was, you could tell he, Sydney was going to go on to something great, you know? It's now it's making, it's making that squeaky noise, right? He's just such a nerd. I almost wish I didn't know. I wish I didn't know what the second movie was because I keep waiting for him to turn gay. <laughs> well, he is totally in love with that girl. Uh, now look, the chalk goes in the yeah. fish tank. Ha ha. Weird. Now check out this joke. He undoes his sleeve and then puts the other yeah. sleeve in. That's hysterical. That's like if I threw a basketball in the air and never came down. Now look, he's gonna run, he's gonna chalk with a fish. Oh. Oh, 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 oh! You killed our class fish, goldfish, you fucking bastard! Now look at this this struggling scene. It's a real fish, right? They harmed animal. Right. BVS. Don't eat well, it. That's what I learned. That was my take. Uh, oh, after school, I'll be back. I'm playing the tiger. You should take some breakfast. Call back to the water fountain that squirted him. Uh, the old trophy board. The That's guy who wrote this would. The guy who wrote this would go on to write on the Larry Sanders show. Yeah. But that's not his huge claim to fame. He was, he wrote the, he, hmm, I think I made a mistake here. Now I'm talking about the director. He would go on to direct Larry Sanders' show. That's where I recognize his name, but I see the same. I think he did, did he do the marriage movie with Mandy Moore and Robin Williams? I don't think so. He did like, um, he said, she said, that kind of, that's similar. Oh, okay, that's but your side. Name, 
Now, this is Montclair, this is not Montclair High. This is the YMCA in Montclair at Park Avenue. Yeah, right on. Yeah, and you can see people living in there from here. The reason a, is <laughs> <laughs> he's right, though. There, there were many orders. Um, the reason is you what see you the 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 balcony he's on. Yeah, the director's oh, location. There was a, the YMCA had residents, and next door to the YMCA was a parking garage, like a three-level, three-story parking garage. Right. So you could park your car, get out of your car, look straight ahead to the window of the Y, and see someone living in a room. Right. <laughs> That's right. It would be like these shirtless men, just like in their little room. It was amazing. Okay, now I have to interrupt because I've got to just point out plot point here. The bad boys, the bullies, have faked a letter from the crush with perfume on it, saying, I like you, and please meet me. You know, they're going to humiliate him. I love it the way you write with a fish on the chalkboard. You know, that's a... <laughs> you got to spray it with perfume. That's, that's uh, totally. Okay, so that's the guy that's in the second film. Okay. Right. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you got that. Okay. Oh, I got it. He's uh, perfumed up. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I'm so progressive living on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. That was I a Jersey admit, like, joke if I ever heard one. Yeah. He sniffed out the envelope. I've been served. The locker's like, is your name nerd? Yeah, it is. You've been served. <laughs> You've been served. I always like how Hollywood does that. Hey, are you Keith Knight, the cartoonist? Well, yes, I am. I would like your signature because you got served. <laughs> what? I remember that happened in a dance-off movie, and they misunderstood. And they said, you've been <laughs> served. So they kicked on the music, said, oh, yeah? Check this out. Whack, whack, whack. You've been served. Oh, it's on. It's on. Wait, is he wearing a member's not only jacket? <laughs> a member's not. Yeah. Not a member jacket? No, that was way too hip for a member's <laughs> only jacket. That had two colors, dude. So look, this is why we oh. wanted to go on his date. Whoa! Hilarity. <laughs> Look how Montclair this house is, you know? I love how busy things in the 80s look. Right? The clothing, the shit everywhere. And it was loud. Like, the colors were loud. Yeah. Even my advice in white was loud. The 80s was loud. The 80s were not the 70s. Now, did you see that? Right. Doc Ock, I think it was. Or the moment from Fantastic Four. It's probably Doc Ock. I thought it was Fantastic Four, too, because it really looked like Kirby. It was definitely a Marvel cartoon, and I don't know. The guy had glasses. It could have been Kirby. And Kirby wouldn't have done Spider-Man. Yeah, you're right. That's Steve Deco. Right. We know what we're talking about. We're not nerds. And John Romita, was that his name? 
John. Yeah, the senior and junior. His his son became a prolific uh, illustrator as well, cartoonist. John Romita. Romita. Mm -hmm. John Rome. I I I gosh. I... There were other artists well, too, but those guys were the golden age. Look at his stupid hat. He's such a dummy. Hello, my baby. Look at that Montclair snow. Is this um, Anderson Park? Oh, yeah. Or I think that's the park I'm thinking of, the one that has a little island in the park where you have the gate and you have to climb that's the gate. That's Edgemont. Yeah. That's Man, that water fountain's back. That should have got, like, third billing in this. <laughs> the water fountain is also for Larry Sanders. Yeah. Mike, you remember that uh, Edgemont Park was off a valley, right? Yeah. And there was like well, a little a bend in the room. Okay, and now we'll have our humiliating, embarrassing moment because she won't know what he's there for, what he's doing. He's kind of preppy. <laughs> that nerd's a prep. But why would he put on that hat? Oh, come on, man. Your hormones probably just say, put that on. What a bad look it is, how flat it makes your ha head flat. Like you had an accident. I can't believe we're, we're killing time talking about 15-year-old's looks. <laughs> uh, this actress, her name's Sarah Ingalls. She was in Firstborn, 1984, Orphan Train, Smooth Talk, 85. I don't know. And then she no, orphan you're, you're rattling off the titles like you do know. Wow. Those are some I, titles. I, heard, I never heard a smooth talk, right? No, no. I heard an orphan train. It was so bad, people called it orphan train wreck. Followed <laughs> up by orphan dumpster fire. Okay, now, she is embarrassed, <laughs> and the bullies are loving it. Here come the bullies to humiliate him, and this will be the incident that makes him fuck him up. What's with the card player? Is he going to grip them? Well, like, later there'll be a scene where they can't believe it, and he'll do that, and the cards will all spill out because he's so shocked. So that's what they're setting us up. That kid in okay. the middle back looks familiar. That guy. He's, but his, he's, his he's his name is Dennis, and he's Brian Lima. And the only thing interesting is he was also in a movie this other Sarah Ingalls would go on to be in, Firstborn. So, okay. There's nobody really too exciting here. There, except bad news. There's dude. Oh yeah, here's that library again. Yeah, he got a, he got a trailer on this one, I bet. Mike, don't you remember the balcony? You could go upstairs. I remember I went in there and uh, this Russian guy was going to kill me. Because uh -huh. I kept saying, listen, the contract doesn't start in 10 minutes. He's like, it's okay, Mr. Wick. You'll be dead by then. <laughs> Mr. Wick? Oh, no, I'm no, sorry. That's John Wick 2. Uh, John Wick 3, excuse me. Arabella. Now we're getting the, like, my life is over. You'll be okay. I love, I love this shot. Thank God the camera was lying on the shelves when they got there. What a good Just roll it. <laughs> Don't you want to set up? So, this is the spy cam to look up the little kids as, 
you know, skirts or something. <laughs> What's going on? Is he dressed for Jim? Oh my I gosh, that's a real. That I'm waiting for all those shelves to go dominoing down. He took off the embarrassing outfit he was wearing. He was so humiliated. Now he's going. Look at this Montclair window. Yeah, that's probably a Montclair window. We should say Montclair, New Jersey. <laughs> Carl, name me a movie that Montclair was in. Uh, Susan Sarandon, The Witness. Okay. Uh, Harrison Ford and Brad Pitt in that movie where he's Irish and comes over. He's in the IRA. Seven. Really? That was That even Watchung Plaza's in the film. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch that movie. I was gonna okay. say the guilt trip. Seth Rogen's mom lives in Montclair. Barbara. Oh, cool. Okay. Um. Now, uh, his TV will be interrupted by a strange alien. Huh. Oh, hello, I am nerd, I mean alien. Right, let me see if I can. I am not. <laughs> My message is urgent. <laughs> Bye. It's the nerd. Whoa. What the fuck costume? Good thing he had that costume lying around. I am a oh, robot. <laughs> You're a robot? Yes. Are those his blood tubes? This is his vacuum. After school special, we'll be back after this. We're back. Now back to after school special. How many guys, how many after school specials you had to watch in school? Like when the teacher said, okay, we have a very special... Uh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, uh, when they were like yeah. really important, like drug ones or alcohol yeah. ones. Right. Yeah. And they would be 45 minutes, so it was perfect for the class. And the teacher got to whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the guy who wrote this... Go ahead, Mike. It's Montclair. It's more important. Okay, so we, we were in a class in... A, I, I were in health class, and the gym teacher was pregnant, and we had a troublemaker. I won't mention his name, but he's a great guy. And she said, "Wait, uh, we want you to watch uh, Little House on the Prairie. There's this very special drug episode on mm -hmm. Little House on the Prairie." He walks out, and this guy says, "God, she's fucking huge, right?" Or something of the sort. And she goes running and she goes, "So and so, what did you say?" And he says. Drugs on Little House on the Prairie? And she goes, yeah, right? <laughs> Completely oblivious <laughs> of her pregnancy. Yeah, I, I missed that episode of Little House on the Prairie when they, they found that meth lab. <laughs> <laughs> little trap house on the prairie? Yeah, a little crack house on the prairie. <laughs> okay. Okay, now he's going to call up all the bullies and the girl who he now thinks is mean, even though he still loves her. And fool them all okay. that they're going to be the ambassadors who will bring aliens to Earth. He was just watching. Man, he had a TV in his room. Look what yep. they're watching. Skateboarding from the 80s, Westerns from the 80s. Oh, yeah, shit. Is... You know what? I'm throwing away that same TV. 
right now. <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm gonna send you a picture of it, a picture of it. Holy shit! It looks like it. It's a Sony Trinitron. I post that on LWAFLMOYT. I will. That's yeah. Uh, add us. Add us on Twitter at LWAL of the. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Check out our YouTube channel. LWAMLL. Yeah, if you if you could tell me what those pages are, I'll put it there. <laughs> but on Facebook, we're Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. Yeah, Laflamont. Laflamont. Just, just, just do it right. Let's get it right. Okay, now even Crush Girl is getting fooled that she isn't going to be an ambassador. You are the mama. Well, shit, that actually looks pretty good, though. <laughs> Those cue cards, man. That's really well done. Give us Did he grow up and become cue cards? <laughs> oh, a funny joke. It was upside oh. down. This is like obviously from the minds of screenwriters and television people, and then say like 14 year old kids from high school. I also have that big, huge VHS camcorder like they got, man. Well, Montclair's kind of an affluent part. All right, back to the TV. Yeah, there's this funny joke. I married a UFO. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the mom. Oh. And in the future, the, the television will break in. And it's like, I want to speak, you know, and, and he call, you know, she acts like it's the telephone. She goes, Louise, TV for you. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> He has, you have your little finger hovering over that mute button you do. Yeah, because every now and again, okay. Listen to the music. I can't hear it. Oh, you uh, can't? Yeah. Okay. Don't you want to be famous, Louise? Like history. History. Oh, look at Sydney, man. He looks he looks good in his youth. Yeah. Oh my god. Like where's classy taking? It looks more like Ben Vereen and Ten Speed and Brown Shoe. Oh yeah, with Jeff Goldblum. People said I look like Brown Shoe. Yeah. Now they're like, do you believe in alien life? Yes, I do. I'm gonna prove it. I have scientific proof. <laughs> oh, I guess e e aliens were popular back in 1983, right? Because that's the E.T. the extraterrestrial? Yes. I know what's going on. Blah, 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 blah. Look at my card trick setting me up for the when I drop them. Oh, he's, well, he doesn't have a fucking toothpick. This director loved the library. Banana peel. Yeah. And that's comedy. What's between the, the right. levels? Never see it. <laughs> right. His evil plot. Here comes another one. Oh, that 80s nun. Where is our alien? 
I've been watching Sister Mary for 40 minutes and the alien hasn't cut in. <laughs> Do your card thing, dude. <laughs> oh, here we go. This special report. Can you hear my audio? I can hear you. Can you hear me, Carlos? I can hear you talking, but not your uh, audio. Not, not the. There we go. Not the audio from the movie. Here, let me. I'll talk to you guys. Turn on the TV set. I'm going to interfere. Okay. This is a federal crime, by the way, to uh, broadcast on on national on uh, the frequencies that you don't own. Yeah, you're right. Actually, that's this is a this is a serious crime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they would. It's like in war games, right? They'd come to your door. Yeah, right. And then we're talking about the '80s FBI, man. Ma'am, we're here good. for John, Johnny Johnston. My Johnny. <laughs> You should be friendly to nerds. Alien out. <laughs> also, 30 Rock. Liz Lemon grew up in Montclair, New Jersey, and her, his, her mom dated Buzz Aldrin, who played himself. Ah. Montclair's second man. Buzz Aldrin. You know, they Montclair. changed the name of Mount Hebron, right, to Buzz Aldrin. Oh, you know what? Uh, the middle school, I went to Mount Hebron. Right. Okay. I think That's it's named, name. yeah. Well, I mean, that's the buzz. Now, what was the, it was two middle schools, Glenfield, and they were yeah. doing construction in the 80s when I was going, and we had to go to, like, a, a, a closed elementary school. Oh, I'm year. sorry. I have to interrupt you, Mike. I'm sorry. This woman who's yeah. the teacher, right, um, she is um, uh, going to be in our next one, too. She was in Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, really? She'll be in the next uh, film as the mom. Now, right now, the bad guys are saying, we want to borrow equipment, you know, and we want to set up TVs in front of the student council and have uh, something very important broadcast. She's talking, they're talking the teacher into it. Oh, that's cool. Get the teacher involved. Yeah. I'll do it on one condition that I get to be in the next after school special. What if I'm gay? <laughs> then I'll do it. Listen, I didn't want to sign up for some sci fi bullshit. I want some real social issues. Right. So we're bullying. It's also an issue. Uh -uh. Yeah, we not we're just knocking on the nerd. When when I was in high school, that was a duty and an obligation to pick on this nerds. Yeah. Look, right. when I was in high school, uh, look, there were a lot of nerds around, and we used to we used to tor torture them, you know. But today in high school, those kids aren't nerds. Today in high school, those kids are autistic. We didn't know. We didn't know we were torturing autistic kids. We didn't know we were sons of bitches. I think you knew. <laughs> Back then, 
of anti-bullying campaign was a personal journey of self-improvement. Get you get better clothes, a haircut, lose a little weight. Maybe you get you know don't get picked on all the time. Maybe you get a girlfriend. Don't be such a nerd. So why is this battle of the bullies? Is it because the nerd is now a bully? No, see that's the thing. Battle of the bullies was a wrongly titled. Yeah, because it's more of a revenge of a, of a nerd. Right. Well, it, it was appropriately titled. They just had to change it, but they messed up. Now, nerds were popular back then, pop culture-wise, right? Yeah, like well, were... Revenge of the Nerds was about to hit. Nerd was, like, geeky and computer savvy. Let's, let's break it down. You had the preppy, and you had the official yeah. preppy handbook. The jock. The jocks, I guess. You nerd, right? The uh, airplane guy. One time, Tom Kroll asked me, "We're not this group. We're not the greasers. We're not the you know what? What's our group?" And the truth is, it was nerd. So he said, "We're individuals." <laughs> that was what he called it. Individual. Cute. The truth is we were nerds. I mean, if I ever do a script on nerds, okay, now he's going to be pompous. What I don't get is that the school has two television sets in the auditorium as well as video cassettes. We would be lucky if we had a television set, period. <laughs> uh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Okay, guys. Now, you can hear my it's audio, up. yes or no? You can hear my uh, audio? No, I, I'm going to play the audio, too, when we talk. Yeah, you play your audio. Everybody's like, what, what's this, a movie? Now look what Nerd's doing. PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2, and nobody's watching. How would I know you, jerk? Don't call me a jerk. I can't stand this music. Uh, half a second Linus and the Woodstock will show up. Okay, now it won't be music. Go ahead and listen. Ooh. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Data Mac sensors. Oh. Something's going wrong with the... Oh! Yeah, we're not crazy. I am not upset. <laughs> now some people are believing it, others are doubting. Right. This reminds you of the alien fish burgers. Yes, Carl, you played an excellent alien, and then I jerked you off. Well, that was a tube coming out of my chest. You certainly did not jerk me off. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay, Carl. But look, I mean, whatever. Look, he reveals that it was all a hoax. He takes off the mask. Yeah. Now, look, drop the cards. No. That was our big setup. 52 pickup solitaire edition. So now he's like, don't be, you know, he's making, and look, the, People love it. 
They're like, it's easy to fool suckers. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That'll you teach those like bullies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I am a genius. I broke every federal law out there. Okay, now the battle is on. She's eating shit right there. That's right. She is humiliated. <clears throat> I don't get the bullies were the ones who made that thing. She's hanging out with the bullies. Like she should have been like, fuck you for doing that in the first place. Well, when when up oh, look at Montclair High, man. It's so Montclair High. Remember that? The semicircle yeah. driveway. Which is in the last episode of Sopranos when uh Soprano Jr. picks up his high school girlfriend from Montclair cool. High. In that semicircle. Now, look, he's in oh, the yeah. Montclair Gazette. Yeah, well, it's it's the school. Now, unlike in the earlier scene when everyone was talking to his best friend, everyone's talking to him now. Yeah. He's popular. Hey, what's up? What's up, dude? Listen, you want to smoke some weed? Come to the step. Come over to, yeah, go to the amphitheater. Yeah, let me speak to that hey. for a minute. I think the director, who was great and did great locations, skipped two great locations. You know the, the what is that, the brook that flowed through the school? Yeah. He absolutely yeah. should have got that. You don't think the nerds were playing, not playing Dungeons and Dragons in that? I heard so many stories about nerds going into that uh, river following it and getting lost. Real? Uh, my babysitter. Our friends would tell me these stories. I'm sure, they were bullshitting. Yeah, I think so because you can't get lost. No, there's like a pipe. Maybe it's outside the high school, but you can get lost in it. I know that's I know not Glendale, cool. If he's so bad. Now it's like Red you humiliated me. You know, you're. <laughs> I spit on I you. Humiliated you. Montclair House. Bad mouth here for the water. Mm -hmm. Bad mouth here for the water. The water fountain. Uh, look, this kid has his own shit and a point. It says Fantastic Four right there. Fantastic Four. It's like a poster. Oh, no, it's a comic book close to us, right? Yeah, right, right. So it's, and he must have been reading the mole man. Maybe it was like Jack Kirby's drawing, and I thought it was Doc Ock because of those glasses and boxy fit head. Yeah. Isn't it nice to see Marvel as a, like a petty commodity where like after school specials can use it without worry? Well, yeah, because it was just a, lo a little, that's all it was, was a comic book. So it was like a magazine laying somewhere. Well, they had a, a TV show in the 60s, I guess. In the 70s, they had like, you know, novels. Those morning cartoons were done so cheaply with such bad. You know, the animation was cutouts. They were stills, you know, that um, it doesn't even deserve, like, it, they weren't even trying hard, you know. Also, I think the cartoon version of Fantastic Four had a robot as their fourth member, right? So it was like, it wasn't the, the original lineup. Maybe it was like a fifth wheel. I don't remember that. But I do remember, once I talked to you about, like, I, I miss those Marvel Saturday morning cartoons. I was just a little too young to catch it, you know? 
Look at her hair's on fire. Look what the director oh, what does, you know. Yeah, he's he's not that subtle. She is burning. Burning up. My high school chemistry uh, lab did not look like this at all. Um, Although we did cut. Yeah, it should have. It's legit. Really, the high school had like flaming Bunsen burners and. Oh well, that stars. you could just bring in, but yeah, I remember there were gas uh, uh, faucets, you know. Yeah. Now this writer would go on to write Trumbo, that film with uh, Brian Cranston. Sure, about the blacklisted uh, writer. Exactly. And he, he was a staff writer for Disney, Warner Brothers, Paramount, Fox TV's series. But he, Lois and Clark, he was a writer and producer. And he, okay, 20 years old, John McNamara and a junior at New York University has won national playwriting contest and his first screenplay, Revenge of the Nerd, will broadcast on CBS Afternoon Playhouse. Oh, the old afternoon playhouse. Yeah. Tuesday at 4.30. You know, I guess Netflix carries the torch of, like, young adult television shows. Like, that show where the kid kills himself. It's really good television for kids. Mm-hmm. Or the one where the guy gets you, where this girl gets harassed by a guy. Right. And there was the one where the midget gets herpes. Yeah. That is such a Montclair house. Look at it. Yeah, it's multi-stories. He's up in the attic. That's his ha his room. Yeah, he's got it to himself. Sweet. Okay, look, see, look, look, turn on the sound because the phone, the TV will ring, and she'll act like it's the phone. We need television for you again. If you're there, I promise it's the last time I'll ever be on your TV set. Hey, wait a minute. Just try uh, he did a dick pic already. Yeah, right. The crotch shot. Yeah. In 83, they were called crotch shots. So go ahead, leave the sound up. We won't get sued. He's like saying he's sorry. Is he going to bring up Doc Severson? I get all tongue-tied. Sometimes when I'm around, I couldn't get a noun and a verb together. Save my life. Anyway. I like you. Start over. Yeah. Her name's no Sarah Ingalls. No more singing. Just what you yes, she's Laura. Right. Laura Ingalls' daughter, sister. Sarah Ingalls. Who just lined the background? The blind guy? What was in the background? Oh, because of Braille? Yeah, because of Braille. I thought it was Larry, Larry King's show. Next up, Tom Arnold. Tom. <laughs> Tom. Now, come on, be genuine. You're a funny guy. You're a funny guy. <laughs> okay, she's touched. She's touched. Yeah. All she could do was listen. She couldn't. She she couldn't you yeah. know, shut him down. So he touched her heart. Yeah. And now we're signing off. Nerd is signing off this telegraph. Oh. Here's the American flag.
Look, he's got a phone in his room. What the fuck? <laughs> he's a rich Montclair. It's Upper Montclair. Upper Montclair. Oh, there he is. We're done. That's right. We are, uh, hope you learned a lesson on this. Carl, what'd you think of this movie? I thought it was cute. I enjoyed it, but mostly it was the nostalgia of like seeing the front of Montclair, being inside the YMCA. It was, it took me to familiar places. The next one will yeah. right away with that movie theater. You'll see. Okay, cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is a double feature. We we're only watching uh, very short uh, movies today, but they both were shot in our high school when we went to attend in Montclair High in New Jersey in the 80s. So we thought we would make you guys suffer our nostalgia. Uh, yeah. So we are going to, uh, why don't I take the opportunity, Carl, before we start the second movie, can I would love to talk about our YouTube page, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, you posted a couple of movies you want to talk about those movies and I'll go ahead and, and get uh, everyone ready? Okay. I need to look up what they are. I'm on our channel. I'm, I'm going. Sure. What's that? So it's America 3000. Right. Love yeah. Well, hasn't even aired in so long. Here we go. So we, when, uh, when the episode for America 3000 uh uh, dropped on our podcast. The sound was absolutely abysmal. Yeah. And uh, this is a clean copy. Mm hmm And also, Elvis Presley, in which you, we did the switcheroo, and you did the excellent yeah. research. Well, thank you. Well, I enjoyed that movie. It was not a shitty Elvis movie. It was the right. second film, so. Yeah. And also, we saw Whoopi Goldberg with Paul and Mistress Christine, um, and that was Burglar, and it was with the um, the guy from uh, Police Academy movies, and it was fun. Yeah, I like a lot. I love that movie. Yeah, that's a San Francisco film, and it's just fun. It's one a really good Whoopi movie, and uh, yeah, and Bobcat's in it. It's it's terrific, and. John Goodman, it's, it's, a, it's a really good movie. So we had nothing bad to say about that. And then you just recently posted Little Miss Marker. Right, and that one was with Walter Matthau, our second Walter Matthau in a row that particular uh, month. Uh, Little Miss Marker, a remake of a Shirley Temple film. And it was fun. They <laughs> underused Brian Dennehy, let's face it. Yeah, right. He did have nothing to do except Grimace and wear a suit. All right. right. Well, that's uh, so check out. we these episodes. You know, we encourage you to watch the movie and listen to the podcast. Carl takes the time to sync both of them together and post it on YouTube, so you can spend some time. Hey, gentlemen, we're going to do the second movie, and this this is a LWAF on them first. We actually have talent that was in this movie. Yeah. The first time we get anybody associated with our movies. To come and talk about it, uh, will you please welcome Adam Spiegelman? Adam, oh, thank you very much. Hey, mm -hmm. how are you guys? Yeah, yeah, you're lucky. I'm here. Welcome. Of course, and Paul is here, the Countdown King. Uh, and of course, as I mentioned, Adam is my brother and inspiration for this podcast. Uh, Adam has a terrific podcast called Proudly Defense, which is not only a cult movie podcast where they talk about film, they interview a lot of people. And uh, we were just talking about one of my favorite interviews on your show, which is Shadow Stevens, star and director of Trap. Oh, star. 
Sorry, not the director, yeah. He outs the director for being a total alcoholic. Like, why is this movie a mess? He goes, oh, the alcoholic, the director's an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, it's a very interesting I definitely would recommend it. He, 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 he uh, no stone has been unturned for that. Is that your favorite interview on your show? What is your favorite interview? Uh, he was amazing. Uh, I also got to talk to Lloyd Kaufman, who was pretty open and great. And I talked to most of the cast of The, uh, of the Room. So they're, they're nice. Chris R was amazing. Um, Tommy Wiseau was insane. Um, yeah, all that was, yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And then Alan Sachs made a movie called Dubidio, which is like this weirdo LA punk scene movie. And that was fun to find him and talk to him. That took three years to find that guy. Wow. Yeah, he's a, that's a great interview. Go to probablyresents.com and click around the archive and uh, spend some time. Enjoy the show. So Adam, it's a pleasure to have you here. Paul yes. Bumba, it's a pleasure to have you back. Uh, we, Carl, what is our movie we're watching right now? Okay, so now go to your YouTube search engine and put in, what if I'm gay, 1987. What if I'm gay, 1987. And the uh, channel we like is... Say la video. <gasps> the French C-apostrophe-E-S-T. Say la video. Say la video. I'm ready to ah. say it. And I love the gay panic in a pro-gay movie back in the 80s. Everything was pro uh, gay panic. What if I'm gay? And then what was well, the French uh, part? What if I'm gay French? Um, the channel... Oh, say, I got it. Yes, 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 I'm in, I'm in. Another one says, am yeah. I gay? And there's two guys standing next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Pull my finger, I'll let you know. There's a weird... <laughs> is there a test? I don't know. We want you to click the link, what if I'm gay, the Sela video, and then hit pause immediately and move the slider back to zero, zero, zero. And we'll have Paul do the counting. And when Paul says go, we will all click the So ladies and gentlemen, here's the countdown king himself, the master of descending numerals, Mr. Paul Brumbach. All right, guys, here we go. You know the drill, and if you don't, learn it quick. What if I'm gay, 1987, put that finger right over that hovering triangle and let's do this thing in three, two, one, go. A lot of hovering triangles. 